God says to Jesus, Verily, I am going to cause you to pass away. Or, verily, I'm going to cause you to die, and I'm going to raise you to me, and I'm going to purify you from those who disbelieved. Okay, so that's okay. very important. It is extremely important. Thank you for joining me again, Tiffany. Thank you so much for having me here today. So today we're going to continue in the same line of uh, conversations that we've been having. Uh, we spoke about the resurrection of Jesus, and we talked about the nature of it. Mm -hmm. uh, we spoke about the crucifixion of Jesus. And today we want to talk about uh, whether or not Jews, Christians, Muslims, they believe that Jesus passed away or was he raised in the, in the likes of uh, Elijah and uh, Enoch. Okay. Uh, so in terms of Jews, uh, they consider that he passed away, and that's obvious, and they boast about it. And there's verses in the Quran where, they, uh, where, where the verse is a response to them, uh, and it preserves their saying that verily we killed Jesus, the son of Mary, right? Or, yeah. And um, God responds to him and said, no, uh, you did not. Uh, do that, but it was only made to look so. And and so the Jews, they always bring this up. There's many videos even of Christians uh, that are visiting Jerusalem and they're speaking to rabbis over there and the rabbis kind of, or Jewish people get into uh, debates with them. And, uh, you know, one particular incident, one rabbi was saying, hey, uh, you know, uh, do you want a proof to know how it is that I know that Jesus is fake and, uh, and he's not real? And the, the Christian says, how is that? And then uh, the rabbi claims that he's the Messiah. Uh, and then uh, the Christian is a little bit confused. He's like, what do you mean you're the, the, the Messiah? How, how, can you, how can you prove that? He said, then the rabbi says, I'm going to come back in 2,000 years and prove it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, they consider, obviously, that he died and that his death is, uh, you know, proof that he is fake. And that he was a false messiah, false liar, okay. false prophet. And then you have the Christians. And the Christians, uh, they hold this central core belief that Jesus was crucified on the cross. Yes. And uh, so his death had to have happened. Uh, there's no such thing as him not experiencing this death because then the whole foundation of uh, Christianity falls apart. Uh, why don't you take a moment and just quickly, uh, you know, remind our viewers why as a Catholic, as a Christian, as a former Catholic Christian, is this idea of the death of Jesus so central to uh, Christianity? Sure. I mean, uh, we spoke about it briefly before on a previous discussion that we had. Uh, basically, the, the death of Jesus, that sacrifice of Jesus is the path to salvations according to the Christian belief system. So they believe that actually the role of the Messiah was that he was meant to be a sacrifice. And uh, it, it's God sacrificing his sinless son uh, in order to cancel out that original sin of Adam. And that by, by doing that, the sins of all Christians, all who profess uh, Jesus in the future, uh, and at that time, are forgiven, and those people are granted paradise. So essentially, the the death of Jesus is the path to salvation. So, if if that sacrifice did not happen, 
if Jesus did not hang on the cross and give himself as the sinless one, then the whole foundation of Christianity is basically um, cancelled. Yeah. So it, that's why it's such a extremely important topic. Okay. So now the Jews believe that he died. Uh, the Christians believe that he died, uh, although for different uh, reasons, obviously. And uh, then we have Muslims. And uh, we have the most popular uh, theory and the, the predominant idea, belief that Muslims hold in regards to Jesus was that he in some way, shape or form was raised to God. Yeah. Um, and so he was taken uh, and they believe this to be a literal, a literal one yeah. that he was somehow raised into the into the heavens with his physical body, okay. and that he is kept somewhere with God up in the heavens above. And at some point in time in the future, uh, when it comes time for a second coming, that he descends down. Um, some narration state. Uh, while he has each one of his arms hanging over the back of an angel and the angels are descending down in Syria um, and he has water that's dripping from him and he uh, he comes down and he's in the same physical body that he had before. Yeah. And he descends down upon basically a congregation of the Mahdi and his companions. And, uh, and that's, that's the idea that they have. Okay. Um, and the reason why they have this idea is because of the, the word in the Quran raising. Uh, when, when God tells Jesus, I'm going to raise you uh, to me. Okay. So they understand that, that he escaped death. And it wasn't just his soul that escaped, but his body too. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's, it's sort of much like the Christians, actually, because they also believe that he was raised and that he will come back in the same way, basically the but, opposite. But way. the Christians, they believe that it was it was his soul that was that was raised, right? Or did they believe that it was his body afterwards? I mean, somewhat vague. But yes, it I, is vague. Yeah. I, I, in the Book of Acts, it says that he was ascending on a cloud. So, yeah, it, I think many believe that it was a physical uh, ascension. But. The other problem that... Muslims have with with and why they want to hold on so tightly to this narrative that the that the Messiah Jesus was raised in the flesh is because um, if they say he was raised in another way, if, he, if they back? say that he was raised by the soul, then it means that he died. Yeah. And if they and they can't pinpoint another place, where they can state that he died except for on the cross. Yeah. And if they say that he died on the cross, well, then they're kind of verifying, you know, the Christian narrative and this becomes problematic for them. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah. So it's just this very undefined, it's not defined in the scriptures, right? So exactly. So, so now you have Christians and you have Muslims agreeing that Jesus was raised. You have Christians and Jews agreeing that Jesus passed away. Um, but the nature of the raising uh, for Muslims and for Christians, it is not clear. As we've stated before, it was even unclear how Jesus even, uh, you know, reappeared to his yeah. disciples after um, after his crucifixion uh, in the Gospels. They didn't even recognize him. So, so here the raising... And the return 
both of them, they're unclear in what manner, way, shape, or form yeah. is it going to happen. Is this descending down in the clouds or raising in the clouds, coming down on the back of the angels? Are these allegorical statements that mean something else yeah. uh, where you're trying to explain a complex topic to uh, people that are living uh, in a certain particular era with a certain type of understanding? Um, or is it something more? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a very good question because. So not all Muslims um, think, though, that Jesus was um, raised in the flesh. Okay. Okay. And you know, back in the day, it would have been a lot easier to you know just think that okay, he was just taken up in a in a whirlwind, but but now days there are complex scientific questions that surround the idea of him being raised it becomes okay well how was he raised was he just lifted up and he passes through the ozone layer yeah. well, what about space there's no oxygen in space um his flesh would have burned uh, on the way up how does how does this happen did he go through a portal or 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 was he taken in a ufo or what is the nature um of the uh, raising itself yeah. and 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 uh, the, the main reason why some muslims have doubt uh, to the fact that he was raised in the flesh and they think that it is possible that he had passed away is because of the very words that are in the verse of the Quran that precede um, the word raising you to me. And the verse says basically that God says to Jesus, verily I am going to cause you to pass away or verily I'm going to cause you to die and I'm going to raise you to me and I'm going to purify you from those who disbelieved. Okay, so that's okay. very important. It is extremely <laughs> important. Even the word mutawafiq, mutawafiq comes from the Arabic wafat. When somebody dies, in the Middle East, they get a certificate of wafat, a certificate of death. So wafat means passing away, it means death. Um, and when it appears in other places in the Quran, it is talking about you know, the angel of death or God causing people to pass away. Um, like, for example, the verse says, did you not see when the when the uh, angels cause those who disbelieve to pass away and they strike their faces and 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 it's talking about uh, the angel of death and 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 the angels of god causing disbelievers to pass away or to die so clearly in that verse allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is stating in the holy quran two things He's causing Jesus to pass away mm -hmm. and he's causing him to be raised. Yes. And the raising of Jesus comes after the passing away of Jesus. Yes. And so when a person puts aside all of the narrations, puts aside all of the, wor the words of the non-working scholars and ideas that or understandings that we're trying to hold on to because it fits a particular narrative, and we just choose to read the, the verses as they are, we'll find that the Quran does testify and Islam does testify uh, 
to the idea that Jesus passed away just like the Christians do and just like the Jews believe that he had passed away. I mean, that seems really very clear. And it's very surprising that there's some people who do not believe that he died before he was raised. Because that's, if that's what the verse states, then I can't understand how they wouldn't believe that. So now that we all agree, and it's there, and people can go back to the Quran and, and review for themselves, all they have to do is open up the book and they'll, they'll find the verse there. Yeah. You know, and don't, uh, I don't want the people to um, depend on the English translations because some of the English translations and some of the translations in general, they're done by yeah. people that are um, not doing a literal word-for-word translation, but they're just translating the idea of it. So we can't trust these uh, translations. And we know that it is because of the translations of the Bible and the Torah that uh, there happened a lot of corruptions and misunderstandings that have taken place. But they need to go to um, the Arabic version of the Quran and they need to read the verse and they'll find uh, the verse is very clear that Jesus, uh, God says to Jesus, I'm causing you to die and then I'm raising you to me. Now, how does this fit in with the Muslim narrative and how does it not come into contradiction uh, with the other verse of the Quran where God is saying that they're saying that they killed Jesus, the son of Mary, but they didn't kill him. It was only made to look so, yeah. right? Yeah. So clearly this verse is saying he didn't die on the cross. Yeah. But the other verse is saying that God caused him to die. Yeah. So how do we put these two and two together? Well, as we talked in the previous episode, Jesus said, I am the one who has the um, you know, I have the power to, to lay, lay down, down my life, life right? Yeah. And I have the power to raise it up again. Yeah. And so Jesus is willingly uh, at will uh, going in and out of the bodies. Yeah. And in the Quran, he has uh, these special qualities. He reached a certain state of perfection that other prophets and messengers didn't. For example, um, in the Quran, we have a verse which is referencing John the Baptist, and it says, peace be upon him the day that he was born and the day that he died and the day that he will be resurrected again. That is God sending peace upon John the Baptist. And there's another verse which is speaking about Jesus in which Jesus is saying, and peace be upon me on the day that I was born and on me the day that I die and me the day that I am resurrected again. Okay. And so Jesus in this verse, once again, he's saying that there is going to be the day where he dies. Yeah. Okay. And we have Jesus is also reaching this level where he's able to send peace on his own self, right? Versus uh, John who's dependent on God to give him peace. Yeah. Okay. So this is something that's important that we have to uh, distinguish between the two. And we're going to get into more of the reason why this is the case when we do an episode in the near future, inshallah, about, uh, you know, the perfect messengers or the perfect words of God, the complete words of God versus the incomplete words or the incomplete um, prophets and messengers. Okay. Okay. So we have then, as we continue to search into the Quran, yet another verse. Um, that is speaking about Jesus. And in that verse comes a clue 
and really the answer to if Jesus didn't die on the cross, and we're not going to count his exiting out of his body and entering into other bodies as a death because he did that willingly. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that was just a transmigration of the soul. We can't count that as a death. Yeah. Then, then when was it that Jesus died? And it is in a verse that says, and he, meaning Jesus, speaks to the people in the cradle and... He speaks to them in old age. Okay. He speaks to the people in the cradle, and he speaks to them. Kahlan is the word that it uses. Okay? Okay. So what is this kahlan? What is this kahil? What is, what is the word kahil referred to? So the mahd is the cradle. Mm-hmm. And we have certain Arabic words that refer to certain time periods or certain ages of a human being. Okay. Right? Yeah. So you have a a tifl would be just a child. Right? Yes. Uh, you have a sabi. A sabi could is is referring to a child that's in between the ages of ten and fifteen years old. Okay. Okay. You have the word fata. Feta refers to a child who is between the ages of 15 to 20, okay. right? Like a teenager okay. uh, between, between those. And, and we know that uh, Imam Ali, salam, for example, was, was in that age range when uh, Gabriel shouted, uh, you know, la feta illa Ali, there's no, there's no youth or, 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 or you know, young boy, it's not really youth, but it's like young boy, except for lad is what, what the actual yeah, okay. the word would translate yeah. as. There's no lad except for Ali, and there's no sword except for Zulfikar. Okay. And then you have uh, a sheb. A sheb is a youth. And that is a word that is referring to somebody who's in between the ages of 20 and 40. 20 and 40, this is where, like you, where you have like your young years, yeah. your, your youth in your 20s and your 30s, yeah. right? Now, the age of, uh, of ultimate strength, uh, when he reaches his utmost strength or his utmost power, his, his age of completion, this is when a person is an adult, right? Adulthood yes. is when it's during that, the time period from about 40 to retirement, which is 65. Okay. 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 And then you have the word kahil, which refers to anybody who's between the ages of 65 and about 75. And then 75 and above, the Arabic word for it is sheikh. This is somebody who's going through now like towards sheikh or, you know, he's just going to be falling apart. He's going into, uh, you know, extreme old age. Okay. So kahil uh, is now referring to what? 65 to 75. Okay. An extremely old person. That's much person, older than 33. Yeah, who's past now retirement, uh, but has not yet gone into the, the you know, stages of old age where you're pretty much uh, unable uh, to do anything. Yeah. So isn't that interesting now? That's now it's saying that mysterious. Jesus 
in the Quran speaks to the people in the cradle. And we know that this is a reference to when Mary brought him back and the people were accusing her of adultery and he spoke out and he says, I'm the messenger of God. Yes. He speaks to the to them then. And he also speaks to the people when when he's in between the age of 65 and 75. So here's an amazing, important clue. Very, very mysterious sentence that's just dropped there and nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about it. And, and the, I think the quiet assumption is uh, that, uh, okay, well, yeah, he might be talking to the people again in old age, like that's after he comes on his second coming. Okay. Uh, but that's not what the Quran says, is it? No, it says it Jesus. Says, it says Jesus speaks to the people uh, when he's in the cradle, and he also speaks to them uh, in old days. This is something that has taken place. And, and so if Jesus wasn't crucified on the cross, then and he's speaking to people in old age, then his death must have happened because the Quran says that he died. Then the death must have happened after yeah. the age of 65 at some point. Wow. That's a big revelation. It is an extreme, extremely important and big revelation. So there are all these years in between. And so, yeah, then there's these, these lost years of Jesus Christ, not just, and you, and you hear this term being phrased when it's talking about these years that yeah. there's nothing written about Jesus. Uh, from, from 12 to 30, right? From these 12 are the, to 30. the years that are not in the Bible. There's nothing. Yes. And now you have these other years. If we entertain this notion that that Jesus didn't die on the cross and that actually he went into different bodies and he's appearing to his disciples in these different bodies and he's talking to them and he's doing things and he's visiting and maybe he has other missions and maybe he's managing because it clearly states in the Gnostic Gospels and in other places that, and Jesus tells Mary, I'm still not, uh, you know, I'm still not going up to the Father yet. Yeah, he you does. Know? So here he is. He's continuing to live until past the age of 65. He's appearing to the disciples. So when is it then that Jesus does die? Well, let me ask you, what year was he born in? Zero, 80. Zero, because the Christian calendar starts uh, with what they consider to be the most significant uh, event in human history, and that is the birth of Jesus Christ. Yes. And the calendar um, then would record the event of the crucifixion at 33 AD. Yeah. All right. Exactly. And then we find a significant event that takes place at 70 AD. Yes. And that is the sacking of Jerusalem. Jerusalem yeah. So here are the Jews. Um, they're living in Jerusalem. They build the first temple and they disobey God and they're they're killing the prophets and messengers and they're they're worshiping uh you know other things and then you know Nebuchadnezzar comes and and he destroys Jerusalem then eventually they come back to Jerusalem after being enslaved by the Babylonians and and uh, and they once again build the temple 
and and everything is good and they're and they're okay except that the romans occupy them and at the time of the occupation of the romans god sends to them their their promised messiah jesus he goes around he's preaching uh, three years he's performing all kinds of miracles he's debating the scholars he's defeating them he's displaying knowledge he's he's claiming the will he's saying i'm the one that was mentioned by by isaiah and i'm i'm the one who's mentioned in the scriptures of the of the prophets and the messengers he's calling towards the supremacy of god and that you know we shouldn't follow the the man-made laws and the supremacy of the people and pontius pilate and these people and then and then he's killed yeah he's arrested the Jews betray him. They give him to the Romans. They give him to the Romans. Yeah. And they and the Romans are like, hey, you know, uh, this guy, we don't really think he did anything. Choose, uh, do you want him or this other guy to be out? And they say, no, we want this uh, Barabbas to be, uh, to be let loose. Yeah. And they condemn him. Yeah. And they kill him. They kill their own savior, their own Messiah. Yeah. And yet nothing really happens uh, to the Jewish society. True. Nothing happens immediately. uh, To survive after 33 AD all the way till 70 AD. And 70 AD, if 33, if zero would have been Jesus' birth, 33 would have been the year of his crucifixion. He would have been 33 years old. Yes. So 70 AD, Jesus would have been 70. So he would have fell. Right in that Right age. in that Kehil age between 65 and 75. He would have been 70 years old. What happens when Jesus is now 70? The temple Jerusalem. is destroyed. Jerusalem is taken and over. The event takes place, yeah. which is called the sacking of Jerusalem. Yeah. And what is it? Uh, the Romans came in and they they sacked the city and they destroyed the temple, the temple uh, which had been rebuilt, the second temple. So the Romans, they come in. They're extremely angry now. Uh, they crush the Jewish rebellions that are taking place. They destroy and burn down the temple. Yes. And they destroy all of Jerusalem. And it is this event in 70 AD that the, there is no more... Uh, Jerusalem, there's no more Israel. The entire Jewish nation is scattered, um, and they're 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 fleeing and they're spread all across the globe yeah. uh, until World War yes. II happens. That's an extremely long period. An extremely long period. Yeah, and that's that's the punishment that they got, and that's what Christians understand. Uh, many of them understand that. That that this sacking of Jerusalem, this is this is a punishment it's that came punishment, down upon yeah. them. But the timing is so interesting because yes. it didn't happen then. No. But when you put together with the Quran what it says about when Jesus must have lived until that age between sixty-five and seventy-five, and then you put it together with the timing, I mean, it well, fits. Jesus had, had told had told his companions yes, before. He, he said that All no, no, sto- no stone yeah. would, lear- would would remain unturned out of this temple. And yes. he's telling him that basically the punishment's going to come down yeah. uh, upon Jerusalem, but it doesn't come down until he's seventy years old. Wow. Which means that what had taken place actually is that the punishment didn't come down until Jesus's life was completed and 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 the Jews you know after the crucifixion they probably still had uh, a chance until the age of 70 or until 70 AD for them to repent to find Jesus to call him back to them to listen to the disciples who were still claiming yes, they that were still they were still dead. saying hey Jesus is not dead yet 
and they're still calling people uh, to Jesus. Yes. So the, the the Jews still had an opportunity to say, okay, well, if Jesus is not dead, if he conquered the death, then please, disciples, like tell him to come back because we're really sorry for what we did. We repent and we want him to re- to reign as king over us. That generation, they still that generation. had that chance. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so sad. It is extremely sad, but it's extremely fascinating too. It is extremely fascinating. I mean, this this story, uh, putting together all of these scriptures, it, it, it everything makes sense, you know? Now I can see the whole picture. Where, as before, when you just take the Christian version or the Muslim version, everything is so incomplete and so vague, and you don't know exactly what happened. But this all fits together. It's amazing. It's amazing to know that 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 everything happened according to to the actions, uh, you know, that Jesus uh, continued to to live and he continued to be in other bodies and he continued to be around. The disciples were calling. Uh, and then when he reached that age, which the Quran said he reached, the, the age of a kahil, and God caused him to die and raised him to him, that was the time when the chance was over, the temple was destroyed, the punishment came down. Yeah, because yeah. even even logically, Tiffany, I mean, uh, according to the Muslim narrative, uh, if Jesus... If they tried to crucify Jesus, but they actually didn't crucify him, yeah. you know, and he's still alive, well, then, then, then the people should still have an opportunity, right? Yes, it makes perfect sense. The and opportunity it makes perfect wouldn't sense. have been taken from them until the time that Jesus goes away, that there's no more Jesus amongst them, because they don't have an opportunity now to believe in him. Exactly. And the same thing in, in Christianity, right, with the uh, appearances. Yes, exactly. And also this should be a sign for the Jewish people because they they believed in God sending signs in this way, sending punishments as a repercussion for their actions. So the fact that the temple was destroyed and there was this huge uh, diaspora of the the Jewish nation for for the past, uh, you know, uh, since 70 AD up until the past century. 1,900 years. Yeah. I mean, that's massive. Uh, That should be a a very significant sign that something huge took place. And that was the, that was the cause. And it it all goes back to Jesus and his life that. Now I want to know more about what happened in between. Yeah. So that's going to be uh, an amazing episode, inshallah, that we're going to do about the lost years of Jesus Christ. And uh, I guess we'll, give a little bit of a trailer for what's to come but we do have these uh, narrations in Islam uh, that speak about uh, so there's this hadith where the Ahl al-Bayt said uh, you know verily Moses he spoke to his people he spoke to his people in Sinai and he told them a saying he spoke to them a hadith that they couldn't handle They told him something extremely heavy. And so they fought him and he fought them and he killed them. And then it says, and Jesus, the son of Mary, he also spoke to his people a hadith in Tikrit that they couldn't handle. And they disbelieved in him and they fought him and he fought them and he killed them. 
And then they say, the Hadith says, and also the Qa'im from us, the Ahl Bayt, is going to speak to his companions, a Hadith. And they're not going to be, his companions will not be able to handle it. And they'll fight him, and he'll fight them, and he'll kill them. And that will be the final time that his companions go out against him. And so this, this event that is mentioned in the Hadith, where Jesus now is going to war against his own companions and kills them this time, yeah. uh, is not present anywhere in the Gospels. No. So it doesn't take place from the year of his birth all the way till um, the age of 33. He never fights against his companions. It's actually his companions that betray him uh, and Judas sells him out. Yes. But it seems over here Jesus has had enough. And Jesus is saying no more. And Jesus, this time, he comes with the sword against his companions and he slays them. And it also states that this event takes place in Tikrit. Yeah. And Tikrit is in, Iraq. It's in Iraq. Yeah. So what brings Jesus to Iraq? And so, yeah, that's the great mystery. And that's what yeah. we're going to talk about. Uh, in the episode about the lost years of Jesus. What did he do from the age of 33 all the way to the age of 70? How did he make his way all the way to Iraq? What other countries did he go through? What other events uh, took place in the life of Jesus according uh, to the narrations of the of the Jews, Christians, and Muslims? I can't wait. I can't wait. Thank to you so much for joining me, Tiffany. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, I can't wait until next time. Assalamu alaikum.